Welcome to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973, an inspirational podcast about the ups and downs of life and everything in between. Here's your host, Shane Lakita. Hey everybody, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're listening to this podcast. First of all, I just wanted to start this whole podcast off by welcoming you to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973. I'm your host, Shane Lakita, and I'm here because I like to talk about things, and I like to talk about things that matter to me. And right in the beginning of this whole entire podcast, way, way back about two years ago or so, or maybe a little bit more than that, we started this podcast to give myself the ability to be able to have therapeutic abilities to be able to talk about my journey. It started off as a weight loss podcast, me sitting down to have conversations around what I struggled with and where I was at with it, my daily journey and how I struggled with food and struggled with the the mental side of the capacity of everything. Or And then and as time progressed, it kind of molded into something a little bit more, a little bit more beneficial or more meaty and worthy to me. And it became more about mental health and more about the mind over matter mindset and more about us making sure that we believe in the things that we are doing every single day. It's become more of an encouragement and an ability to be able to lift other people up and invest in other folks through the journey that I live every day. Through my stories and through interviews that I may do, I'm doing my best to be able to encourage others to be their best all the while trying to be my own version of my best. And so I know a lot of you have been along the ride almost the entire journey, and some of you are brand new, brand new. I know last week when I put out the podcast, I posted it over on TikTok, and it was amazing the amount of people that actually hopped on board to listen to me talk into a microphone about my journey. And I get a lot of feedback, a lot of people saying to me, oh, that meant a lot to me. It resonated with me and everything. So I really am appreciative of every bit of support that I get from all of you, all the folks that are out there right now that are in this journey of life. doesn't have to be weight loss. doesn't have to be encouragement. doesn't have to be anything. It's just life. And if we can get to a place where we can share our stories and share our best practices and share all the things that are around us to be able to help others and encourage others to navigate this thing that we call life better, more effective, and in a positive fashion, why wouldn't we do that? That's what we're here for. We're supposed to encourage each other and lift each other up all the time. We're supposed to be able to be there for others and have conversations that are built around you can do it and positivity and being able to lift each other up and encourage each other, not break each other down. You guys all know across all the social media platforms, across life in general, across schools and everything else, the amount of bullies, cyber bullies, and all these people that are just negative, down-filled people. They, they, they come across and they just want to break you down in your moment of glory. Or they want to break you down when you're doing things well. Or when you look like you got it together, they want to be able to say, let me go ahead and bash that person. How many people do you look at celebrities and you see a celebrity that looks like they're all put together and they're beautiful and they got a beautiful gown on or whatever. And you have the one person in the room that says, oh yeah, I'd, be, I'd look really good if I had trainers and I had uh, people that do my makeup all the time, blah, blah, and they immediately go into this place of negativity and judging others, which is human nature, but it, it's so true. And I know that I try to park in the space of, I give anybody the benefit of the doubt. We love each other more than ever, right now, more specifically, 
will really get us from one place to the next. Might even change the world one action at a time, like I shared on my last podcast. So I know that a lot of uh, a lot of the stories that I share on this podcast are all about being the best version of me. One of the things that I notice when I'm feeling really good and when I'm going down the road of doing the things that I want to do, whether it's losing weight, whether it's working out, whether it's doing anything that I want to do, or whether it's financially, job-related, or whatever, the times that I feel the best, the times that I feel the most in tune with who I am and what I'm trying to accomplish and who I'm trying to accomplish it with is when I have a, a consistent regimen of self-care. Now, I'm going to ask you the question real quick, and I want you to think about this just for a second, and we'll get into the definition. We'll get into all the different pieces of what self-care is all about, but ask yourself this question. Maybe grab a piece of paper and a pen and write it down really quickly when I ask you the question, what is self-care to you? Maybe one-word answers, maybe a couple bullet points, maybe even five different words that you can think of that describe self-care to you. It'd be very interesting to find out what self-care is to people, especially from people that don't practice self-care. And they might say to themselves, I don't know what that is. So maybe they're in the early learning phases, or maybe some think they're professionals at it and they are rock stars at self-care, but maybe their version of self-care might be different than another person's version of self-care. And so before this podcast, I went down and I sat down and really kind of looked up the definition of self-care, and there's many different versions of self-care. But the words are pretty simple when you put them together. It's about caring for oneself. Now, how do you do that? Is it that you want to be financially free? Is it the fact that you want to be with no debt? You want to be no credit cards, all your bills paid off, you're losing weight or whatever else? Are those the versions of self-care that you can think of? Or are those just life goals? This is where we get mixed up sometimes because we think our goals are really part of the self-care. Now, it might be part, it might be one of those goals, might be to practice self-care on oneself. But on the same token, self-care is part of the process. The goal is the end. The goal is something that we're trying to achieve. The goal is the finish line that we're trying to go across. The goal is something we're trying to be able to get to. Self-care is what we do while we're getting there. I have a friend of mine that runs half marathons and he buries himself and he runs. He's training for a full marathon. He goes for it. He, he, he's a busybody. This guy works long hours and he's crazy, but he busts his ass going down the road of trying to be able to make sure that he can do whatever he can to be able to train for this full marathon. And he trains and he trains and he trains. And he always tells me, if I don't take the break, when I need to take a break, when my body's telling me take a break, I'll just burn out. I'll spin my wheels and I'm going to burn out and I'm going to fall off the side of the road. I'm going to injure something. My body's not going to respond. I'm not going to get good times. I'm going to overdo it. All these things that somebody goes through when they don't focus on their own self-worth, their own self-being, that part of what we talked about with self-care. Now, self-care to him is listening to his body, listening to the cues that it gives, feeding it properly, making sure that those little moments that he takes, like getting enough sleep or 
resting on the day that it's actually supposed to rest while you're working out and you're in this heavy regimen, giving your body time to heal. It's like one of those things of you don't really have a lot of control over your body healing. You've just got to give it time to heal. So it's like this thing, you can't really put a quantity on it. You've just got to be able to incorporate it in with your overall dynamics. So like I said before, your goal might be to run full marathons. Your goal might be to knock down speeds. Your goal might be to run from A to B. But what are you doing in between the phase of A to B to be able to train to get to B? Does that make sense? So hopefully you took the time as we were just describing the beginning stages here. What is self-care to you? What are some items that you have listed as being self-care? Now, I can think of many different things. For a female's perspective, it might be getting my nails done. Maybe it's going to get a pedicure. Maybe it's getting my hair cut or colored or trimmed or doing whatever I need to do or my eyebrows waxed or something to be able to enhance the beauty of a person to feel good about themselves. So when they walk out of the chair, they feel like they're a million bucks and they feel like they're shining like a diamond and they're doing everything they need to do. Maybe that's part of self-care. Maybe from a guy's perspective, it's going down to the barbershop, sitting down and having a straight razor edge to be able to trim up the beard or the back of the hair or do whatever it is or a hot towel and just sit there and enjoy the moment. Maybe in a barbershop that has a bunch of people out there you know, jarring with each other, or you got some sports on the television, or you got some whatever, or whatever it is, the camaraderie that you feel is part of that self-care. Maybe it's going to sit at a buddy's house over a glass of scotch and just rap about life. Maybe that's part of self-care for you. Maybe self-care is also going for a walk. No distance, no times, no anything like that, just going for a walk. And while you're on the walk, maybe part of that self-care regimen is smelling the roses and the flowers, and checking out all the things around you, and actually opening your eyes to observe the things around you, part of that self-care regimen for things that you love to do that you don't do because life gets too busy, and you're too focused on the goal, and you don't stop and just take that moment for yourself to be able to, as a human, we need those moments to be able to say to ourselves, okay, you know what, this feels good, this feels good. And what's funny is a lot of times when we get to the place where we have something that does feel good around us, we're almost shocked sometimes because we're like, wow, this feels really, really, really good. I wonder if it's too good to be true. We may doubt that moment because life's kind of dealing you a little bit of a good card for once. And you're like, wait, holy crap. I'm literally in a place where I'm not struggling. I'm not stressed. I'm not upset about stuff. Maybe you got a good night's sleep. Maybe you slept actually from eight o'clock at night and until seven in the morning, right? You, you You had a whole night's sleep. You didn't wake up once to go to the bathroom. You didn't wake up once with anxiety or stressed or tossed and turned or nothing. And you woke up going, wow, that was a crazy good night sleep. And then we go about our day and we forget about it. Not realizing your body's telling you, I needed that night. I needed that sleep. That was self-care. That moment that I took to be able to go to bed early and try to sleep all the way through, maybe putting some lavender on the pillow or doing something to be able to help me sleep throughout the evening, turning off the TV early or phones or tablets or whatever, taking the steps and precautions necessary for you to involve yourself with that self-care. If that is what your version of self-care is. So I went online and I went to go take a look at what their version of self-care. Like I said, it was everywhere. It was all over the place, right? 
So we got all kinds of versions of self-care. We got all kinds of different uh, things that people share as being part of their own, uh, you know, opinions of what self-care might be. And it could be different for all. It could be different from one person to the next. And I would expect it to be, right? I would expect it to be different because everybody's version is different. Everybody has their own version. They know their bodies a little bit better than others, but a lot of them avoid the topic of self-care. They just avoid it because it's all about go get it. Go get it. Charge through. Get the goal. Go for it. Kill it. Go after it. You got this. Get it. Come in first place. Win all at all costs. Go do what you have to do instead of going, okay, you know what? I'll get there, but I got to make sure that I invest in myself. I got to make sure that I take the time to do a little bit of what I love got to take the time to spend some time with my family, with my kids, and anything. And not avoid them. And not be buried with so much that you forget them. But I'm literally parking in this space because I know it's important to me. Okay? So here's a couple things. I looked up this little thing that was on this uh, website or this this user that's on online and her name is Stacy Swift and she actually came up with five minute self-care items. And here's some things that she recommends that when everybody wants to be able to do self-care, this is what she recommended. Now it got me really thinking because I was like, would I, could I relate to any of these items? Okay. And I related to almost every single one of them guys. Like I literally said I could do each one of those little a couple things here and there takes five minutes out of your day to involve yourself, to invest in yourself, and make sure that you get to a place where you're not thinking about all the the stress and all the noise and all the nonsense that's going on around you. You literally are just investing in you, even if you're doing something that you don't realize that you're actually doing it, right? Even if you are doing something that literally just kind of comes natural, it's whatever else, and you're doing it because... You know it's a part of your regimen for self-care, and you know you're going to actually do it, but when you're doing it, you're like, wow. All right, so I'll read through them real quick, okay? There's three, four, five, six, seven. Seven items that they list. The first one, step outside for some fresh air. How many times have you been in the mix of just craziness? madness, chaos, insanity all over the place. You got stuff going on with meetings. You got stuff with Zooms. You got stuff with online teaching. You got stuff with kids that are that are buried in online school and you're, you, you don't know how to do their new math and you're just stressed out about anything. And you go walk outside in the nice, cool, crisp, fresh air or a nice sunshine and day, grab some vitamin D and sit back and just breathe in and breathe out with some fresh air. Folks, I've done this before. I know you have too. It's literally one of the best things you can do for yourself because you're breaking the monotony. You're breaking the chain of the noise, of the chaos, of the madness, of the mayhem because you're stopping for just a moment to step outside, breathe in that fresh air, and be able to just take away from all the noise for just a moment, for five minutes. It's all it takes. Your blood pressure comes down. Your health and your body starts to focus itself the direction it needs to. You have a calm about yourself rather than going right back into that Zoom. Maybe you go back in and you're like, I feel much better now. Even some people say standing up out of your seat and taking a real quick lap around your office or your house or your or whatever, wherever you're at at that moment in time just to get a breather and step away. I love that one. That's the first one she listed. Second one, drink some water. Now, we don't think drinking water would be that much of a therapeutic piece, would it? 
but it is. One, you're replenishing your body. Two, it's a cleanser. Three, it helps you stay healthy. Four, it brings your blood pressure down. And five, just like the first one, it breaks the monotony. You're going to go grab some water. You're going to focus on that water. You're going to understand how it's going in and cleansing your body. It's doing all these different things that are helping you. It's a quick break to the monotony and the noise and the madness and the chaos. Drink some water. I love it. Three, do a short short mindfulness breathing exercise. Now, there's apps you can get. Actually, on the Apple Watches, you can actually have breathing moments that you can actually do that's automatically installed in your Apple Watch that has breathable moments. So one time per day, it'll say, okay, it's time to do a breathing exercise. And you click the button, and for like one minute, you go through the breathing to follow the patterns on the watch. Breathing matters. Again, blood pressure. Again, mental health, oxygen, everything else that happens in your body, the breathing exercises are so important because now, again, you're, you're breaking the monotony, you're breaking the chaos, and you're breaking the madness to be able to concentrate on breathing. Close your eyes and breathe in and breathe out. In with the good, out with the bad. I know it sounds cheesy, and I know that really a lot of people are like, wait, come on, really? But at the end of the day, if you visualize that, you can make that happen. Self-care. Number four, book the appointment you've been putting off. Okay, this appointment could be anything. There's a couple things to do with that. One of them could be going to see your doctor when you know you probably should. Book the appointment. It'll take less stress off you. If it's to go get your nails done, book the appointment. Go to the gym, book the appointment. Go see your personal trainer. Yep, book it. Do the things that you want to do. Book the appointment to take the stress of everything off of your shoulders. Now it's in the calendar. Now it's on paper. Now it's on purpose. And you're going to do it without any stress because you're going to be like, okay, you know what? It's in my calendar. I'm ready to go and I'm going to go focus on that. So self-care isn't just about kumbaya and breathing in or anything like that. It's also about feeling organized. And feeling like you are going to do one thing to be able to continue to accommodate all the things you're trying to be able to accomplish. But that focus around setting up a calendar or doing the things, even though sometimes calendars cause stress for some people, and I understand that. For me personally, calendars cause calm. Because I know I know what my agenda is going to be for the day. I know what kind of things that I have to accomplish. When I don't calendar it out, I don't know what I'm doing. Sometimes I'm, I'm out in left field and I'm stressed out because I got whatever thrown at me over here or I might miss this appointment or miss that appointment. So again, book the appointment you've been putting off. Make it happen. Make it so. Do it. Okay, that was number four. Number five, listen to a song that makes you smile. Now, last night I went live while I was on TikTok, two hours. I got on there at first. We were chatting. We were just kind of hanging out with some other folks, you know, 20 or 30 people on there. And then I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take requests. I'm going to grab my Apple Music. I'm going to grab my iPad. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to take requests. What songs do you guys want to hear? Now, we had a range of songs from everywhere from Led Zeppelin to Blind Melon to Pearl Jam to Stevie Wonder to Al Green, to whoever else across the board. We had all these different versions, all these different artists, all this different stuff. And every single one of them made somebody feel good about themselves. They smiled. They had a good time. 
they were having a, a, a grand old time just having you know that moment where they were able to hear their song that they requested on that live and it made them smile and they were jamming out and people were like oh this rem- makes me reminisce of when I was a kid or it makes me think of my dad or my mom or it makes me think of all these different situations that brought back memories and that make me smile and make me appreciate life and all these things. I realized at that moment in time that this just fits right in alignment with that because everybody that was sitting on that live might have had all kinds of stuff going on in their life, decorations, you know, whatever else they're doing, all this different stuff. And people wanted to take a moment to just release and step away and listen to a song that mattered to them that made them smile. Why do you think all there's so many people whenever they're in the car, the song comes on and they're belting out the tunes and it just feels therapeutic because you're listening to the song. You're in the song. It's bringing back memories. You got stuff going on, whatever it is. It's a huge moment of self-care that you can go and bring to the table when you listen to a song that makes you smile. Number six, find a video of cute animals online. Okay, so let me tell you a story. My wife is on TikTok. She, she's a consumer. She doesn't post any videos. She doesn't do any kind of content creation. But she watches content. And I was thinking to myself, well, what do you watch for content-wise? Like, are, are you watching people dancing, lip-syncing, whatever? Nope, she watches animal videos. She watches puppies running across a field. She watches animals that are cute and adorable. And they're funny. And they make things happen. And there's all kinds of fun stuff going on. She watches this stuff not only because it's mind-numbing, but it's therapeutic. It's a way for her to be able to release herself from all the stresses in life. All the stuff that we got going on all around us. It's her moment just to sit there and go, wow, that dog is so cute. Oh, it makes me laugh. She cracks up. She's giggling all over the place. And every time I'm like, what's so funny? She's like, oh, check this dog out. Oh, what's so funny? Oh, look at this cat. Hey, what's so funny? I don't know. Listen, the, the blooper on this one, this animal reel over here. And I'm just like, wow. So it, it matched. It matched to what this five-minute self-care mode is. Take a look at cute video, uh, cute animals in videos. Do something to be able to break the monotony, to break the noise, to break the chaos, to create some sort of release for you, to be able to step away and go, this is not the norm of what's going on right now. But it's cute and it's, it's, there's no thought process behind it. It's just me laughing. Why do you think one of the most successful shows that ever ran on TV and still is running to this day is America's Funniest Home Videos? Not because just because we're laughing at other people's demise when they slip and fall on the ice or in the snow or dogs knock people over or somebody gets hits in the you-know-whats with a ball because of the kid throwing the ball or whatever else. Not be- just because of those kind of things, but because it's mindless. It's funny. It takes you away from your regular life. Why do you think right now with everybody in quarantine and pandemic all across the, 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 the globe, people are starving so much just to connect with other people. So Zooms and FaceTimes and TikToks and all these things are just exploding because people just want mindless, fun, connection, those kind of things to take away from all the pain and suffering that's going on out there in the world right now, whether it comes to disease or racial inequality or political landscapes and whatever else. Everybody has the ability to be able to just get away a little bit. Just get away. It's like a small little mini mind vacation, something that's going to not take a lot of work for you to do. But when you get there, it's going to feel like you're on a beach. You're going to feel like, man, this is great. The weather's nice. It's really cool. 
It took me away from stresses of deadlines, stresses of work-related stuff, stresses of kids in school, all this different stuff that I got going on. It's just my time at that moment in time right then and there. And here's the seventh one. This is the one that I feel is the most important one of all. This is the one that I feel is you've got to get your head wrapped around this of all of them because it's the hardest thing for a lot of people to do. They don't know how to. They don't know how to understand it. They don't know how to get their head wrapped around it. And what it is is it's write down three nice things about yourself. Again, we talk about on this podcast that we are our own worst critic. We are people that beat ourselves up because we always think we should come in first. We're taught that when we're kids. We're taught that we need to be the most beautiful. We need to have the most money. We need to look the best, the fastest cars, look like a model on the cover of a magazine and whatever else. We're taught all these standards that are well beyond our own scope of knowing what it really takes to get there. And we beat ourselves up and we drag ourselves through the mud because we're not good enough and we're not smart enough. And doggone it, I don't like myself a lot of times as a human being. So when you can write down three things that are positive about yourself, three things that you like about yourself, and you put them on paper and on purpose, that matters. You fold that piece of paper when you do that, if you're going to do that. You fold that piece of paper, and you open it up at any given time during the day that you feel bad about what's going on. Anytime that you're stressed about stuff, Open up that piece of paper and see the three things you're most proud of yourself of. Do the things that are necessary for you to help yourself. Give yourself the self-care that you need. Now, you notice all of these things don't take very much. Five minutes here, two minutes there, three minutes there. The concept is you're doing something to break the chaos, to step away from the noise, to just take a moment for yourself, to breathe, Relax and just enjoy yourself for just a moment. A lot of people don't want to do that when they're in the work environment or they're in the, the, they're in the trenches and they're working hard at being parents and everything else. They don't want to do that because they feel like it's a sign of weakness. I had one friend say to me pretty recently, as a matter of fact, when I said, I've got to take my self-care moment. And they said to me, isn't self-care just an excuse to be lazy? And I said, excuse me, what do you mean? We had this conversation. They said, isn't self-care just a moment or an excuse for somebody to say, I'm taking a break because I need it. I need it to be, you know, to, to help myself, to make sure that I'm mentally prepared for whatever. And I said, I don't really give a crap what people think. I think that people should take whatever time that they need to be able to become the most efficient, most effective version of themselves, to be the best version of themselves. And if self-care is part of that, then embrace it and understand it. Acknowledge it, encourage it, all those things. He didn't agree. That's okay. I know what works for me. So all this works for me. The self-promotion piece, when you look at what the, the, the things you're most proud of or the things that you're the most positive things about yourself, the breathing exercises, the stepping away, the going to get some fresh air, the watching a funny video, all those things. These are all items that I've put into play in my own worlds, and you should too. If you feel like you're out of control, 
Start focusing on what your self-care really looks like. If you feel like it's chaos every day, book it in your calendar to take five minutes to invest in you. Because I know it's important. And I know we all need it. Every one of us needs it. No matter how much of a champion you think you are, no matter how much of a warrior you think you are, we all need to take the time to do what's necessary for us to invest in us. Take the time to do what's necessary to involve yourself in your own care so that way you're not having a heart attack by the time you're 45 because you're so stressed out or you're not having high blood pressure screaming through the roof just because you're so stressed out and then you're eating poorly because you're stressed out or whatever else. Self-care is a great checkpoint during your day to make sure that the wheels are still on the track and that you're good to go and that you're amazing and you're awesome and you're strong and you can do whatever you need to do. The self-care will only help to reinforce that for you. So I hope that that makes sense. It got me really thinking today. And I know I'm going through a lot of my personal life. But this self-care is number one, one of the most important things to do and accomplish in my life. Because if I'm investing in myself so that way I am really performing at optimal peaks of where I need to be, I can be there for my family, I can be there for myself, and I can be the best version of me as I transition to this new dynamic of where I'm going to be working and things like that. Self-care matters, guys. So what you should have in front of you right now maybe are two pieces of paper. One of them is what self-care is to you. Two might be to go back on this podcast and be able to write down those seven. I'll go over them very quickly one more time for you, okay? I'm just going to go over them really fast. Step outside for some fresh air. That's number one. Drink some water is number two. Do a short mindfulness breathing exercise. That's number three. Number four is book an appointment that you've been putting off. Number five, listen to a song that makes you smile. Number six, find a video of cute animals online. And number seven, write down three nice things about yourself, three positive things about yourself. It's easy as that, guys. So let's go out there, be the best version of ourselves, invest in us, do a little bit of that self-care piece of it to make sure that we are running on all cylinders because we need to be, right, to really just to be able to get through life. And we got to be able to do the things that we need to do, but you need to do that in the right frame of mind. Have a great day, everybody. We'll talk soon. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Please do us a favor and leave feedback and a five-star rating on whatever platform that you use.